You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad and we have been covering some of the movies that are coming to Hot Docs in Toronto which runs from the end of April up until the 6th of May and there is a short movie as part of the Irish offering and it is called Smithy and Dickie and the director of that is Hannah Quinn and Hannah's directorial debut short film was My Bonnie and that was screened at multiple festivals internationally and it gained several nominations and festival awards. So uh, this latest offering, Smithy and Dickie, um, I'm looking forward to finding out about it and um, Hannah, thanks a million for agreeing to take the time and chat with me. My pleasure, great to talk to you. So um, a little about yourself and uh, movies, what got you into this and what's your background? Um. Oh God, um, my, I was born into the movies. My father and mother used to produce films in the wilds of Connemara um, in the 70s. Um, Bob Quinn and Helen Quinn, and they had a cinema down there as well. So that was where we used to hang out as kids in their little cinema with the locals. <laughs> and, uh, right. So um, I actually wasn't really interested in getting into film until I was about 19 or 20, and I got a job as a trainee AD. Um, and worked my way up from then. Uh, that was in the early 90s. And I became a third AD and a second AD and a first AD. And it wasn't until like about four years ago when it occurred to me that I should put all these filmmaking skills to um, directing my own film, which was My Bonnie. And it was based on a, a short, a, a tiny play written by my sister-in-law, Liz Quinn. Um, and I saw it and I thought, gosh, why don't we see more films like that instead of the rape and pillage and crime and murder and women being, you know, blasted. And it, I just thought, you know what, uh, I should really step up here and uh, see some conflicts being resolved in a, a better way, or, you know, rather than somebody getting murdered. Right. <laughs> um, so that was so prior, prior to the, your initial one, you had done work for TV3. I see. So would most of your work before My Bonnie have been for TV or would it have been a mix of TV and cinema? Oh, it was mostly cinema, um, uh, mostly independent films and some blockbusters. I had worked on some big movies like Gladiator and Black Hawk Down. And uh, we have a lot of uh, independent cinema here in Ireland and some great um, Irish directors. So I've got to work with all different scales of uh, productions and directors, which has been great for me to learn. Right. So then, uh, as I said, so My Bonnie was the first one that you decided to go out alone. Yeah. Um, how did you find the experience transitioning from being either number two, number three, to being number one and having full responsibility? Fantastic. Um, <laughs> it was a real learning curve for every step of the way. Uh, it was just, it was so interesting because, you know, you think, gosh, well, it's the same on every film. You learn something new on every film, but I kind of just took it really step by step. I had no grand plan for it. Um, I thought, okay, well, I'll make it, I'll, I'll, I'll write the screenplay from the play. And then I thought, okay, right, I can put together a crew. My husband is a DOP, Tim Fleming, and he agreed to come and shoot it for me. And so... My family put us all up and we, uh, my friends came down and we just got together one weekend and shot the film on a rocky beach in Connemara, where I'm from. Uh, and what part, of, what part of part of Connemara is that? It's Carrow. Um, oh, it's, it's, it's on, on all and our fad. 
um, and it, it's a beautiful beast that we used to go swimming in when we were kids and jump yeah. off, a, off a rock and the tide comes in and surrounds the beach or surrounds the rock and uh, so we placed our characters up on that be- up on that rock and uh, shot the film over three days um, so it was uh, fantastic and I didn't really know if I'd get a film or if I was really brave enough to keep going with it but the next once we, once I'd shot it I thought okay I should now get an editor Hannah this is the next step and the post-production end uh, I wasn't really used to mostly because I've always been on set and shot uh, being in, in principle photography never really done post-production so that was huge for me and I got very great uh uh, editor called Davy Doran and we just uh, cut it together over the summer and um, then I thought okay right now you have to actually put it out there Hannah <laughs> and Screen Scene uh, which is a brilliant post-production house in Ireland came on board and did all the final touches for me and off it was out to the markets and it just did really well it went everywhere all over the world it was a great, <laughs> it was a great yeah, start actually, you were the winner at the Kerry Film Festival and a winner Newport Beach Film Festival winner Galway Film for Cinematography yeah. so uh, a, a, a fantastic way to start yeah. so then moving along to Smithy and Dickie tell me about that Smithy and Dickie is based on um, just this idea I had when I was um, my 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 great auntie. So my mother's auntie is uh, 96, and she's actually blind, but she's a great hoarder, and she had preserved all of her letters from the 1940s that her uh, future husband had sent to her. As you know, until a couple of decades ago, we'd like write to each other all the time, and um, so I found all the her letters, and I brought them into her in the nursing home and started reading them to her. And we got great giggles and crack out of them because she had forgotten about them and she hadn't seen them in over a decade when she lost her sight. So we just, um, we were having so much fun with it, I realised, geez, this would be great to share with people and certainly my kids because they don't write letters, they just text and use their phones and there's so huge, like there's two generations there coming up who just probably never had written letters and it's kind of extraordinary. So... I just decided um, I'd put in a proposal to the film board about it um, and they funded it, um, so which was brilliant for me. And we went ahead and we made a little short documentary <laughs> about um, the story about Smithy and Dickie when they were um, boyfriend-girlfriend and getting all, all younger generation basically to read the letters and seeing their reactions to it and wondering about how... Where, where where their precious memory is going to be preserved because they, they really won't have them <laughs> because if they go up in the cloud and you don't pay for your cloud then what happens to all those lovely little messages and actually the whole form of communication has totally changed anyway because when you're writing you've got your your, your paper or your brain and your mind is connecting to the paper so it's very intimate and it's just a bit different when you you can edit yourself on a text or think about it for a while before you send off the text whereas when you write a letter it's, it's down and it's gone it's in the post you can't take it back you can't delete <laughs> so it's just totally changed for us true true uh, when you talk in those terms my mum passed away recently um, she was 96 going on 97 oh, really? and had been in Bamlasloe, um oh. and passed away in Galway in the, in the clinic in Galway but I had sat down with her about three years ago and we recorded Did you? Um, some of her 
experiences from growing up. Oh, that's a and, great idea. Uh, yeah, um, but there is a wealth, as you said, there is a wealth out there of uh, just, it's, it's a social history. Mm -hmm. So when it came then to shooting um, Smithy and Dickie, you're looking at a 10-minute um, documentary. Mm -hmm. So you have to convey a life story in a very short period of time. Yeah, it was a killer. I'd love to have made it an hour and a half. <laughs> it's really hard to condense it down. So um, in the end, we just had to focus on the reactions of the younger people and um, and Smithy, her, uh, her, which is her nickname. Margaret Matthews is her her real name, and uh, she is just such a character. We just uh, used all of her reactions to the letters as well, and it just came off really funny. <laughs> and it kind of makes you think when you realise, oh my God, all those letters are gone, and we just don't have that communication anymore. So uh, yeah, it was just so very putting it in, putting it into a documentary format brings them to life in many ways. Very much so. But we also did recreations with um, a great couple, Tony O'Rourke and Killian Coyle, and they, we dressed them uh, as Smithy and Dicky and shot them in uh, in and around Dublin in Phoenix Park and uh, cycling past Guinnesses and places where where Margaret and Dick Smithy and Dicky used to be, and right. it was really lovely. Right. So you're in the uh, hot docks at uh, Toronto, and that's at the end of April, the beginning of May. Uh, you must be thrilled with that. Thrilled, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> and do you, are you going to travel to Toronto for that? Oh, I'd really love to. I'm going to try my best to make it across. I would love to go. Uh, it just sounds like an amazing festival. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out a plan now at the moment and see if I can get the family to come with me. I think it'd be great craft first. Well, well, this might be a time when I should mention one of my great sponsors, Aer Lingus, <laughs> have fantastic deals running directly from Dublin into Toronto no, every day. Fly us to the moon, Aer Lingus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but there are, there are, I know that there's tremendous uh, fairs going at the moment uh, in that time period. It's surprisingly, I saw one from Toronto to Dublin for less than $500 return, okay. Canadian. That's brilliant. Recently. Okay. And uh, in the summer, it's only around 750, 760 Canadian dollars. So it's actually, the, the fares are, are remarkably low at the moment. So you might want to have a look at, at some of those. I was, I was interested also in the market over there, um, the, the documentary market, which sounded brilliant for trying to see if anybody's interested in uh, funding a documentary. I'm... Uh, I'm currently making a teaser for actually. <laughs> well, of course, as you know, there is the relationship and the, the uh, partnership between Canada and Ireland. Yeah. So uh, that is something that's very strong. And I know that the people behind the Toronto Irish Film Festival, Michael Barry and John Galway, mm -hmm. uh, are very much connected into the scene down there as well. So uh, hopefully you will be able to make it over. I'll hook into all of that. That sounds exciting. <laughs> So I want to thank you. It's been great having a chat with you. I'm looking forward to seeing the, the movie. And um, you've made it, you certainly have um, given me an appetite because it's, it's such so much of, I think, what we all can relate to, which is the relationship that we would have had with our parents or our grandparents particularly. And really, we didn't know them. Yeah. So that what you've done is taken a human aspect that many of us would never have had and uh, put it into a format that is just so palatable. Uh, so, <laughs> I hope you enjoy it, man. <laughs>
Good. Thank you very much indeed for taking the time. My pleasure. Great to talk to you.